Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Florin, and here he is, our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldone. Hello there, sir. How are you doing? Yeah, doing very good, actually. I just a crazy day today. I went to buy a milkshake for my dad, okay. and the kid slipped at the window on the floor, I guess, like the Ooh. Burger King employee. Oh, tell me it went all over the you. entire shake on my car. On the And, and on me, yes. Oh, okay. Two. Into the car, too. <laughs> so I had, like, vanilla shake on my lap and on my car. See, and the poor a, kid didn't know what to do. So It's a missed uh, TikTok moment right life there. Life has its struggles, and that's what we're yes. talking about today. It makes sense. You know, there's big ones and little ones, right, in the struggle yes. department? And I think it's all about the perspective that we bring to it. And, like, believe it or not, that didn't even come close to ruining my day. No. But, you know, that, that's how things go. I mean, then, then things are going to happen, right? So you, you got to shake on you. It wasn't, it's not like somebody, you know, threw it in your face. Or, or defamed like, my name or family. Yeah, right. exactly. You, you know, know, it was an accident. So these things kind of happen, you know. Yeah. I was kind of laughing, actually. And it then is when kind I of funny. Short story long, I ran back to the rectory. There's a hose outside. I'm hosing off my car, and people are coming in to go to mass, and they're looking at me like he's out of his mind. Look at this guy. It's about to snow, and he's standing outside with a hose. 30 degrees out, and he's hosing yeah. off his uh, car. Yeah. Life has its struggles, and that's what we're looking at on Religion Rock today. Some of them not so important, no, but some of them are. And you know what? We have to kind of look at them and deal with them and know that God is with us in the struggles of our lives. That's kind of the emphasis today, to know that whether it's super big struggle, tiny little struggle, God's with us. You know, sometimes laughing at us, sometimes helping us and walking along with us. So we'll take a look at that as we uh, plow through our show today. You know, I think um, a lot of people in this world really are struggling. And mm-hmm. as I, I told you this before, Sheldon, as I look back at my homilies, like I save my homilies, mm-hmm. you know, particularly the ones for Christmas and New Year's. I was talking most of the time I talk about how we really need to pray for peace in a really particular way this year because it's been really tough. Yeah. I've said that for like 35 years. Like it I hasn't know. gotten better. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's kind of funny, right? My brother gave me gave me this great book and it goes through the decades, the 50s through, uh, you know, the 2010s. Yeah. And uh, when you read through it, it's like there's the same struggles every decade. Ike went through it, the Kennedys, the Johnsons, this, you know, every decade had the same thing. And uh, I got paid a great compliment the other day. Somebody said, how do you stay so positive? And I said, because I'm old and I realize that it really just doesn't matter getting upset. It really no, doesn't. You know, right? if there's a way, if there's a way of running around it, boy, that's the way to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And, you know, I think in our lives, it's always about context, right? Yeah. Keep things yeah. in context, you know? I have a good friend like whose mom is dying now. And See? even he, like with all of the struggles of that, he says, you know what? I had her for a long time in my life. And this walk home was good. Like we did a mm-hmm. good job of walking her home, my brothers and sisters and I and my dad. And he goes, and I kind of feel okay about it. Like I feel yeah. okay. Like we're sending her home to God and we're sending her with our love. What a great way to come, you know, yeah, after all of that, right? And, you know, on the other hand, a lot of people struggle with that loss. You know, yeah, they can't exactly find right. the peace with it. And it's hard. And I've been on both ends of it. So I kind of, you know, empathize yeah. with, the, with them over that. But I think it's kind of good to know you did the best you could. And I think yes. that's kind of part of the challenge of this show is mm-hmm. that we're going to kind of look at that, you know, like how can we do the best we can most of the time? Because I think that's when you <laughs> kind of say, hey, look, I did the best I could here. You know, this is the best yeah. I could. And that's all you can do. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's not resorting to failure, but it's also just keep getting up and doing the best you can every day. I think that's what mm-hmm. makes the difference, right? Yep. No. And that's what makes getting up every morning worth it. Yeah. So we're going to take a look at life struggles today and hopefully some small victories, some great advice from a great man, Jimmy Buffett, to start us off today. This is Breathe In, Breathe Out, Move On. I bought a cheap watch from the crazy man Floating down canal 
doesn't use numbers or moving hands It always just says now Now you may be thinking that I was had But this watch is never long And if I have trouble, the warranty said Breathe in, breathe out, move on Starting us off today, Jimmy Buffett, breathe in, breathe out, move on. Ah, the idea of prayer and our bodies. Isn't that interesting? Like when we pray, body posture and everything is important too. So that's part of being able to deal with struggle is praying in such a way that we're also relaxed. So sometimes we pray on our knees, right? Sometimes we pray sitting. Sometimes we pray standing. Sometimes we pray even walking or running. But that breathe in, breathe out, move on, that ability to breathe in, breathe out, and feel the kind of peace and the calm that comes from that. That's part of prayer, and it's supposed to really calm us down. So yeah, if you're feeling stressed and struggling, you know, we need that way to be able to kind of let it go. What I personally love, to be honest, is the rosary, because the rosary is a repetitive kind of prayer, and it's kind of less thinking, you know, more than just kind of being in the presence of God and using the mantra of the Hail Mary and the All Fathers. It's a great way to kind of pray very simply. I use it all the time. So yeah, that kind of connecting our bodies and our minds to prayer helps us to really let go with some of the struggles and the anxiety. Great thing. I practice it all the time. I hope you do too. It's a great way to kind of be calmer and be calmer on the road and everywhere else too. It adds up. Here's Tracy Chapman. This is called Fast Car. 
get a fast car I want a ticket to anywhere Maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove a fast car. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. Just cross the border and into the city. You and I can both get jobs. Finally see what it means to be living. See, my old man's got a problem. Yeah, but the bottle, that's the way it is He says his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast I felt like I was drunk City lights day out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged Someone. You got a fast car We go cruise and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job Now I work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted And we'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs Someone, be someone. 
you got a fast car Is it fast enough so you can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way Tracy Chapman, Fast Car. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes we're on the road and somebody zooms by us. And then you kind of do, you're doing the speed limit. They zoom by and then you meet them at the next light. And isn't it kind of a nice feeling when you say, well, where'd you go? You didn't really get anywhere, right? But I think sometimes it's about consciousness. Like people are not conscious of the fact that they're driving aggressively. And sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. And I think that's sometimes about how we feel when we get in a car. Are we able to be people who are present to the important nature of driving, believe it or not, and also recognize that, yeah, our actions do affect other people, particularly in the car. So yeah, that peace that comes from maybe being in the car, the solidarity, the peace that comes from driving is something we can really bank on sometimes. I know for me, after a busy day, I'll put an album on in my car and I'll drive to go see my dad, which is like a 45-minute drive. But it's nice to be able to be at peace and drive here a whole album and just get out of the car and say, all right, this was good. I got a little break. I got to work some stuff out of my head. That kind of using the time well helps us. So we need to be conscious, if you will, of driving and, and being around so we're not driving like lunatics and we're kind of taking care of one another in this world. That's important. Here's Billy Joel, my favorite scenes from an Italian restaurant. A bottle of white, a bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rose instead. Get a table near the street. In our old familiar place You and I Face to face mm-hmm. A bottle of red A bottle of white It all depends upon your appetite I'll meet you anytime you want In our Italian red
Tender and Eddie were the popular steadies And the king and the queen of the farm Riding around with the car top down and the radio on Nobody looked any finer Always more of a hit at the Parkway Diner We never knew we could want more than that out of life
Billy Joel scenes from an Italian restaurant. I remember Richie Cannata, who did the um, saxophone solo in that song, famous sax player. I was with him last year holding the very saxophone that he, uh, he played on. Richie's recovering right now. He's in my prayers every day, recovering, getting back up to speed again. But that song's really about, you know, the story of life, like how our lives go. Do we recognize God with us in the, in the you know, great things and the great victories of life, in the everyday of life, and even in the downsides, right, the difficult times? In the story of our life, God has been there every day. It's kind of our job to recognize that. It's our job to see God's presence in our lives. If we get too caught up in tons of stuff, we can easily miss that. But sometimes it's about slowing down. Sometimes it's about opening up our hearts, our minds, and our eyes to see that God's with us in the story of our life. All of us live scenes from an Italian restaurant on one plane or another plane. And we recognize that. We say, yeah, God's with me all the time. And there's something beautiful about about the way Billy illustrated that in this song forever. This song will live forever, right? Because it's such a beautiful way of kind of recognizing how God works in our lives. Good times, bad, sickness, and health walking with us all the time. Here's Credence Clearwater Revival. It's called Fortunate Son. CCR, fortunate son. Well, sometimes we're around people who are really privileged, right? And sometimes that becomes a problem. Other times we look at other people's lives and we feel they're privileged. I remember we lived across the street from a family that uh, had a son. The father was a doctor and they had a son, Kevin McCulley, who was my age, you know? And I used to say to my dad and mom all the time, why can't I stay out late like Kevin McCulley? Why can't I do this like Kevin McCulley? And my parents obviously got sick of hearing that. They would say to me, well, you know, you're not Kevin McCulley and we're not Kevin McCulley's parents. You know, we've heard that a thousand times too. 
true, right? But the truth of the matter is, we're all fortunate children in some way or another. There are all kinds of different gifts out there. And maybe not everybody, you know, that we know can run a four-minute mile or can earn $50 million a year, but all of us have gifts. And if we can find those gifts, we kind of get over the hump of the struggle of life. We can recognize and say, yeah, well, that's not my gift, but I have other gifts. And sometimes it's the simplest and most beautiful gifts that add up in the long run. And that's kind of where we have to look if we're going to find happiness and let go of all of the jealousy that keeps us away from so much in life. Jealousy is such a terrible, terrible thing when it strikes. And we're called to really let it go and be able to recognize that we're all fortunate. Thanks be to God. Here's Sticks. Too much time on my hands.
I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about life's struggles today. That was sticks. Too much time on my hands. Sometimes I think that happens too. If we don't really stay busy enough, or if we don't recognize that we're not, you know, using our gifts well, well, sometimes we have too much time on our hands. We start thinking and we start kind of getting lost in the thoughts. I think sometimes it's about putting our thoughts into actions, putting our gifts into actions, and giving back. All of us really are called in some way to give back, you know? What do we do and what do we join that helps us to give back in a way that we feel is beneficial to us? There's something great about that, you know? And the way we help one another, the way we reach out to poor people and take care of those less uh, lucky than we are in some ways, you know, those are the things that really add up in our lives. So if you have some time on your hands, maybe it's about how you can use it to make yourself feel good about helping somebody else, believe it or not. And even if you're a painter, to be able to paint somebody's house or be able to paint somebody's front door and kind of give them a fresh look in their, in their place, what a great gift that is, right? Those things exist and those things help us in such a beautiful way to feel good and to kind of get over the struggles that we may be feeling in our own hearts. Here's the Who My Generation. <laughs> Just because we get around Talking about my generation Things ain't do look awful Talking about my generation I hope I die before I get old Try to dig what we all s- s- say. I'm not trying to cause a big s- s- sensation. I'm just talking about my t- t- generation. We all
funny that song is probably 50 years old right going on 50 if it's not 50 already and what's interesting about it is it still applies right (laughs) you know generation to generation there's still all kinds of people there's still all kinds of selfishness there's still all kinds of crazy stuff but the reality is kindness still reigns and I really believe that people would say oh you're being Pollyanna I don't believe that I think kindness still reigns and ultimately people are kind ultimately people are friendly ultimately people care but I think it's about finding that stuff if you will and letting it rain in our life. Let it come to the surface because we all have struggles. We all have things in our mind. But being kind and being friendly and being open, you know what? That makes a big, big difference. I go visit my dad, as I mentioned, in the nursing home, and I pass people in the hallway all the time. And sometimes people look away. They don't want to see me. And I always go out of my way to say hello to every person I see. The reason I do that is not because I want to be obnoxious, because I want them to know that somebody else notices that they're there. I know you don't want to be there. I know it's not easy to visit somebody who's sick in a nursing home, but guess what? Neither do I. But you know what? Together, we're doing what God asks us. We're doing the right thing. So I think that kind of thing helps us to see. And that that really spans all generations, all the way back. We still have struggles. And when we're with one another, we're kind to one another, we're letting it rain, and things are getting better. Here's the Moody Blues, The Other Side of Life. Driving 
Moody Blues, The Other Side of Life. Interesting, it reminds me of what is the other side of life. There's an invisible part of life, you know, in the creed that we say when we go to Mass on Sunday. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of all things visible and invisible. That God has created things that are invisible that we can experience. For example, love. For example, the gift of forgiveness, mercy. Those kinds of things, I can't give you a bag of them. But there are these invisible things that have been created by God that are extra beautiful. So part of being able to see the other side of life is the prayerfulness that helps us to see that which we can't really hold in our hands. So sometimes life struggles aren't things that we can just hang on to, right? An addiction or a sadness or something. No, but it's being able to be open to the other side of life and the invisible world that God has created in a sense where we can experience mercy, forgiveness, relief, Those kinds of things are such a great help in our lives, created by God to help us, and that's an important thing for us to be able to recognize in our lives. not talking about Casper the Friendly Ghost here. We're talking about the great emotions and gifts that we've been given by God to help us in so many ways. Here's Eric Clapton. This is called Promises. I don't care if you never come home. I don't mind if you just keep on rolling Cause I don't love you and you don't love me They cause a commotion when you come to town You give them a smile and they melt Having lovers and friends is all good and fine But I don't like yours and you don't like mine
Eric Clapton promises, well, you know, we make them and we're called to keep them. And that's part of helping one another, right? When we keep those promises, when we keep commitments, there's a sense of goodness that comes out of that by really living a life that says, yeah, you know, I promised this and this is something I'm going to do. We make a lot of promises in this life, right? Especially in the new year. And sometimes those promises last a week, right? I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah, they don't last too long, some of those things. But there's certain promises that are kind of non-negotiables in our life, right? To love somebody and care for them, for their lives, to be a son, to be a daughter, to be a husband, to be a wife. Those things really are the promises we make that are called to really challenge us to live the best life we can possibly live. That helps us past life struggles because we may be feeling sorry for ourselves or maybe we can't own the home we want or the drive the car we want to drive. But the reality is when we follow those promises about being a loving and great dad or mom or a great husband or wife, those things add up. Wow. And what a great gift that is to recognize in the lives of the people we love. Here's White Snake. Here I go again.
Well, there's an old hair band, right? White Snake, Here I Go Again. What's interesting about that is that that song really reminds us that there's certain tendencies we have in our lives. Certain things kind of set us off. So what are the things that remind you of your struggle? What are the things that remind you and set you off a little bit? And we all have bugaboos, right? Uh, kind of on a lighter level. Like mine is parking. You know, somebody parks in, I don't know, in front of my driveway or something. It bothers me, right? So those things are kind of bugaboo things that annoy us. But then we have these other things that really lead to struggle in our life. We may think about unfulfilled situations. We may feel like, hey, I wish I was here. I wish I was there. My dad says all the time, I wish I could drive again. Those things are the struggles of life. And how do we kind of avoid that going back there so that we, you know, here we go again, back into the struggle and kind of move beyond it to be able to know ourselves well enough, to be able to pray hard enough that we recognize that God is with us even in this moment when there are other moments that maybe are not reality anymore. God is with us in this moment. And that's an amazing gift when we can kind of come to recognize and really live in the present. Here's you too. Original of the Species. Baby, slow down The end is not as far as the start Please stay a child somewhere
Here's you two, original of the species. You know, we each and every one of us is original. Each and every one of us has unique gifts, unique talents, and sadly, unique struggles. But the struggle in itself, just the word struggle kind of unites us, doesn't it? Because nobody gets through life without some struggles. So we can be great supports to one another. We can pray for other people. We can gather together and pray together at church and recognize the power that comes from being together. We're not alone, not at all. God is with us and has sent other people in our lives to help us. Take advantage of that and triumph all over all those struggles. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaughn, and it's engineered and produced by the great man of triumph, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>